Welcome to Scareberia, a hauntcast that looks into haunted and historical places in Canada and maybe even beyond. Is it haunted or is it history? You decide. This is episode five. I am your host, Grace. And I'm Moose. <laughs> and we are excited because this is our first field trip out. We are at actually Black Creek Pioneer Village which is a great place if you're from Toronto and growing up. I'm sure many of you have ventured out to this wonderful location. So we have special guests today to help us to talk a bit more about this great location and about the great things they have. So we're going to first start with our first guest, James White. So welcome, James. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on our show. This is great. So we're just going to ask you a few questions about how you basically got into this into Black Creek Pioneer Village, and basically if you have any connections or if you, anything like that, so. Okay, so I guess I do the biggest seances across the country. I've done them everywhere, and I've been a fan of the Haunted Walk for a while. I think we've become friends over the years, and they've attended a few of my seances, and they basically said, we have this haunted hotel in Toronto. Do you want to do a seance there? And so what we did is I had to make sure it's authentic because if it's not authentic, why are we doing a seance there? Mm -hmm. So we kind of looked into the reports, looked into it, and we realized, wow, this place is actually insanely haunted. And so we ended up bringing one of my seances up there. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so have you always had an interest in the paranormal? Yeah, I come from a more skeptical side. Like my background, as you know, is I train law enforcement, I train detectives. My background is psychology, and so I come from that perspective. So I'm not saying everything's paranormal, but there are stuff you can't explain where you kind of look at it and you kind of try to subtract or do it by elimination where something happens, you do every possible solution you think it is, and then you maybe go, okay, we can't explain that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what we understand before, like having come to your seance, which we highly recommend because we had... The most incredible yeah, it was amazing. experience. If you uh, guys are in town, we are going to put the link up. Make sure you check it out. You don't want to miss it. It was yeah. incredible. And it's almost sold out. It is almost oh, sold out. So Fourth year in a row. Yay! Um, so, because you are, like I said, you found this place to be very to be very active. How did you become a mentalist? So, I think I'm naturally an introvert, as you can probably tell, because I'm not in character right now. Mm -hmm. But being an introvert, you can observe better. So I never really connected with people. So think of why is a psychopath so good at manipulation? Not because they're smarter than you. It's because they practice. You naturally have those stuff. So when you're born, you're naturally good at talking with people. But a psychopath isn't. So what happens is they have to learn all these techniques. And so I basically learn the same techniques, but in a different perspective. So I don't manipulate people. I manipulate people for entertainment or like with my law enforcement. I train them how to read people because people do give off patterns. It's not that hard, to be mm -hmm. honest. Wow. Yeah, because you were like, that's a, that's a jump. Because you don't hear, it's not like a job, like a teacher or like a, like a waiter. Like no one, you don't get mentalist on aptitude test. So we were just kind of wondering how. <laughs> it's, um, like, it's like a weird thing, but it got me all these kind of awesome. cool things. So with the seance, I wanted to do something that was different. I didn't want, like all you see in Toronto or around the Canada, there's just these jump scare things and, you know, mm -hmm. like it's cool and stuff. But I wanted something where it could destroy your mind, where you question everything. I think that's what the seance came in. It's almost like being in a horror movie. You guys experienced it firsthand. It's yes. really like, what the hell's going on, you know? Absolutely. Like I said, I do recommend if you are in town, or even if you live out of town, come, come check it out. Because we had the most incredible experience where like, I literally almost pooped my pants <laughs> in a good way. And like yourself, James, like I'm a healthy skeptic. I have to see it to believe it. Like I need to experience stuff. And just, it was incredible. So I Thank just you. like, oh, I was yeah. like in awe and in shock. Just like how great it was. Just how. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, we were talking about it. And I think we we're like, 
I'm going to leave my light on tonight as I go to bed because my husband was away. Because I guess it's something like when you think about it, it's like you don't get to do these kind of rituals anymore nowadays. You kind of live your normal life. You do your normal thing. But when you come to our seance, it's all ritualized. It's like being in a different, you know, you escape your phone for two hours. You know, it's it's different. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it was nice about that is that it did feel like we're going back to the old Victorian way of connecting, Mm -hmm. not just connecting with the spirit world. I was going to do quotes, but you can't see my air quotes, air quotes rather. But it was a connection to back to something that was a simpler time. And that's what I love about your, about the seance is that it did bring that sense of familiarity and just what, and things, the unknown. Yeah. And just kind of what people imagine what a seance to be. And that's what the essence of sitting there was like that. Because the thing I guess is nowadays everyone's so caught up with their phones. They're so caught up mm. with doing stuff. Mm-hmm. The seance notice how we had 18 people. You guys all almost became friends for the same. It's almost yes, like you guys true, had yeah. that experience as yes. your own unique thing, and you guys came together. You guys were most people don't talk to strangers nowadays. You mm-hmm. know, people are scared of that. So it's almost like you for that two hours, you guys were our team doing something, which is so rare nowadays. Absolutely, it's true. I was holding hands with some lady I've never met before. Yes, for most of the night. <laughs> and the couples, was, and yeah, and I bear hugged one of the big guys and his yeah. wife. I'm like, okay, the three of us are just going to huddle here together because <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wow, I just I said I loved it. So. So Beth, do you want to come ask questions? I was say, so one of the things we were curious about, and this is kind of for anyone, what was kind of the most unsettling experience you've had at Black Creek that you can talk about? Have you guys had any kind of... I've, I've, we've had a lot. Like, we've had one where, I don't know if it's the seance, but basically someone came to the seance and they... Like right after the seance, I got into a car accident. I'm not saying oh, it was, I'm not saying it was because of the yeah. seance though, but it was just something Weird. unsettling where you felt kind of weird because a lot of people are superstitious or paranormal. Yeah. You know, when you believe in the paranormal, you associate with that when it could have just been a coincidence. You know, mm-hmm. it's the cardinal theory. A lot of mediums tell you every time you see a cardinal, your grandma's looking over you, but you didn't notice the millions of times you saw a cardinal beforehand. So I'm just right. saying if all these coincidences are happening, it could have just been, you know, the fluke. But over four years, that's never happened. But it was just a weird kind of, yeah. you know, feeling when you hear that story and you're like, right. okay, I'm, just, I'm like to think it wasn't the seance because we do everything properly. Right. You know, I have a lot of consultants who, you know, help priests mm-hmm. with exorcism and stuff. So I know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's any issues. Mm-hmm. But that was a weird thing. We've had a few people say stuff has followed them home. And they've That's done so a few good. things, and but overall, it's been a pretty exciting. You can read these reviews online, and I, like we can go into more details sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Stories because we've had some really yeah, really amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we have Claire here who's gonna vouch and talk a little bit more about some experiences here at the Black Creek. But before we let you go, we have to let James go because unfortunately he has, well, fortunately for him, unfortunately for us, he has to go do a show. But one more question before we let you yeah. go is that. Before anybody takes part in a seance, what is the biggest advice do you give? Don't smoke weed. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. Fair. That's fair, fair yeah. Bourbon? That's a fair one. Or just I'll, weed? Uh, problem, just everything. Okay, so the thing, <laughs> All with, substances. The, thing, the thing with weed, though, is it makes you more suggestible. So yeah. even if nothing's happening in the house, you start crying. Like, this is where grown men are crying nonstop <laughs> because they smoked up. It's the dumbest thing you do. Well, alcohol sometimes. I never thought of that, but it makes so much yeah, sense. And, yeah. and then the problem with alcohol is you become, like, sometimes it disrupts the, like, the seance because, say, you have one person who's drunk and he doesn't shut up. And so his girlfriends keep telling them to shut up. So sometimes we have to kind of kick them out because it takes yeah, away the moment. So you just got to be careful with the alcohol. But a lot of people have to drink to get through it, right? So it's one of those. I, and I'm just picturing somebody getting like really stoned. And yeah. then all you hear is like in the middle of the seance, somebody crunching like bag of <laughs> chips. And they're eating Doritos. So you're busting out their munchies. And that's <laughs> that would probably be me because I'm like, okay, I'm high seance. I don't know. Chips. 
So that's <laughs> but, okay. Good. But advice. in all honesty, I guess the best advice would be just go into this with an open mind. Just give it yes. a shot because it is experience. It doesn't matter if you're a skeptic. It doesn't matter if you're a believer. It's about something you're going to remember for some time. You both remembered it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking I have about my, you know, my police officers come, my detectives come, and they enjoy the experience equally, and they don't really believe in the paranormal. So it's one of those things. It's more about just that experience. Think of the movie It. You're a bunch yeah. of people trying to conquer something. Yeah. I, I think that's the best way to describe the same. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, thank you so yeah. much for your little short interview, but this is amazing because we want people to know more about it. Thank you. Speaking of, if people want to get more information about you and your future events, where can they find? Uh, you can go through my website, jameswhite.com, with a Y-J-Y-M-E-S-W-H-I-T-E, or through the Haunted Walk. I think we are bringing one of our my oracle axe and my mind reading shows up here in April. Oh, awesome. I've been dying to see that. Yeah, and, that's awesome. gonna, and that's kind of what I'm more, like I'm really known for the mind reading stuff. So that's, it's going to sell up pretty fast. So Amazing. Okay, so get on that website. Yes. Yeah. But it's not up yet, but I'll, t- like all you guys are here from me. Uh-huh. Yes. We'll put it up. Thank and you. And we'll just keep stalking the website. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Beth Thank and I so are going to try yeah. to come to another seance before you guys do sell out and before you finish because we really want to get the other factors. So welcome back. Um, we have our next guest, Claire. So Claire, welcome. Thanks Thank for you. coming. Thank uh, you for having me. Of course. This is exciting. So Claire, can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Black Creek Pioneer Village? Yeah. Uh, so I work for the Haunted Walk of Toronto. We're a ghost tour company that's been operating in the city for, I want to say, close to seven years, but overall uh, over 20 years. We started in Kingston and moved to Ottawa and then Toronto. We've been up here at Black Creek for about three years, and we do two events up here right now. We do the seance, which James has talked about a little bit, and then we also do the Haunted Walk Experience, which is an hour and 15-minute long walking tour of several of the buildings here on the property. We talk about the history of the village. We talk about the weird things that have happened to people, not only who work here during the day, but also to our tour guides and tour participants in the night. Awesome. And Grace and I have both been on it, and it is an amazing tour. Like, we're not just saying it. It was really interesting. It got a perfect blend of history and spooky, so if you guys get a chance, check it out. It partners very nicely with the seance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I recommend doing a back-to-back. Definitely. So what's, for yourself, the most, you know, scariest experience that you have had here at the buildings, or actually any buildings, or at Black Creek? (laughs) Um, It's hard to pick just one because Black Creek is so amazing to Mm -hmm. be at every single night. I've had some really weird things happen to me in some of these buildings. I mean, I'm putting myself in this situation two times a night at least over the weekend. So I've had, you know, I've heard my voice or I like, I've heard my name being called by a voice. I've Mm. had physical touches happen to me in some of the buildings. I've had some more unsettling things that we do talk about on the tour in some of the buildings that are like less comfortable for people to be in for extended periods of time. And I have seen some things that have made me a believer. Wow. Really? Yeah. Can you share any, or would you like to share any? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm totally interested, because I've had a personal experience here, so I would just like to know what you had. I won't go too much in detail, because I don't want to ruin the story for anybody who yes. does decide to come on the tour. Yeah. But essentially, there's a property here that is thought to be one of the most haunted properties on the site. And I walked into this building one night, full tour group behind me, and saw physical apparition staring at me. So I got a little bit uncomfortable and looked away for less than a second. I love and how you then, describe it as a little bit uncomfortable. I would be <laughs> running out the door, like move to yes. a group, I'm gone. Like, I, feel oh like, I feel like it's, you know, I, I have signed up to be a ghost tour guide. I think yeah. I have to expect at one point in my career, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see enough. a ghost. Fair enough. So 
Was it like, you mean like a full body apparition? Like, could you actually see the physical features, like the head, the yeah, legs, and the feet wasn't floating? She wow. was like, as real as you are to me now. She was wow. just, the only way I can describe it is she was almost like grayscale. Oh, okay. wow. Like, if you were to take a black and white photograph, she looked like the photograph. Wow. She wasn't transparent. She wasn't, like, she was solid. And she looked me dead in the eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish you could see her faces right yeah. now. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. I love telling people about this because they're always, like, so what? freaked out about yeah. it. But, yeah, because it's um, such a rare thing. And I st- this was two years ago, and I still remember her face perfectly. Wow. Like, if you showed it to me in a photo, I'd probably be able to identify her. her. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we, we might see something. Maybe. And Beth Maybe. will probably run away and I just... Will, yeah. I'll just hide. You'll just hide and, and <laughs> well, have it. Oh, I'll be gone. Yeah. I'll meet you guys in the car. I'm good. Yeah. Peace out. Beth is taken off and I'll just be by myself like crickets. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's fine. I'm, I'm here by myself. Wow. That's, that's yeah, that's super spooky. So, did anybody else in the group see that or you're no. the only one? That's the, wor- that's the worst part of the story is that I wish someone else had seen it so mm-hmm. that I could have shared that with them. I've had other experiences in the village, though, that other people have also shared. And I've even been told after, there's one building in particular, after my story inside that building, I've had at least five different people on different occasions approach me and say, you know there was someone standing behind you the whole time you were telling the story. And every person, like I never talk about it on the tour, I never share it with anybody before I go in, and everyone's come back saying, there's a man who stands in this particular corner watching you. We'll have to talk later because yes. there was a corner that I was really freaked out by. And yeah. I it's the same one. Well, we're pretty excited because after, later on, Claire is actually going to give us a personal tour of this, and which is pretty awesome because we That's are insane. obsessed with Black Creek. Yeah. It's an amazing place. I do highly recommend everybody, like, you know, history enthusiasts and paranormal enthusiasts, please, please do come check this place out. I'm just laughing because, you know, there's all of our listeners who did this when they were, like, in grade five. And they're like, if I had only known. I know. So our grade three, dating. you know, the grade three students and who come, you know, come here on the field trips. Like, you know, little do they know, you know, during the day, it's this amazing, magical place. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. beautiful community garden and the weaving and the printing and the candy and mm-hmm. all this fun stuff. And then, you know... At nighttime, it does have this more of a darker kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. And I myself had a personal experience during the day when I came with my <laughs> goddaughter where I actually have gone to one of the houses and I had the most oppressive feelings and the messages I got. It was just, it was terrifying. It truly was like, and it doesn't, and especially during the day, in the middle of the day, when I walked into that building, that feeling was just malevolent and just get out. And I just, I was just, and the tour guide was looking at me, you know, these little kids. I'm like, I have to leave. And I cannot explain. I'm like, you know, it's not like to your extent we actually saw a physical apparition. Mine was more of a feeling. And I just cannot explain. And I just wish I can describe this in pictures and just this feeling of oppressive and just malevolent. And just, it was terrifying. So I have a kind of a random question that just yeah. kind of came to me. Now that you've sure. been doing this tour for quite a while, do you find that more people are sensitive than you anticipated when you started this? Because I keep hearing these stories. I'm like, I didn't realize that many people were that open to kind of yeah. freaky, geeky stuff. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, if I, I think being up at Black Creek has shown it to me a little bit more because mm-hmm. this tour is a little different than the other ones we offer. The other tours we do are in the distillery and the city center. So we get a lot more tourists on those tours or people who live in the city but want to see more areas because it's a great little introduction to that particular area. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talk about the history, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a big thing for us. 
So we get people who are maybe more interested in the sightseeing or the history part of it than right. the ghosts. We get a lot of skeptics on those tours. But up here at the village, because we go into every building we talk about except maybe one or two, and it's a more intense experience being up here in the dark with no lights except your flashlight, mm -hmm. we do get people who are a little bit more interested and a little right. bit more open to those things. Okay. And it does seem to be a bit more of a draw to people who have certain abilities or who have been working in certain areas. Yeah. I was going to ask, have you had experiences where you had skeptics who come in, like, you know, hardcore skeptics, like, yeah, yeah, they kind of, like, shrug it off, like, this is more entertainment, this is more fun. Have you seen or have they came up to you and said, like, okay, something just happened? Oh, yeah, for sure. One of the most satisfying feelings is actually I know. I know. I, not, I, know. I love those naysayers. Him. Listen, naysayers, <laughs> listen, we respect you. I'm, you know, a bit of a naysayer myself. Mm. But there's some things you cannot explain. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, the scientific books cannot explain. So that's amazing. Would you like to share that little story? Um, it's, it happens every once in a while. I think just, I'm also, despite being quite open and sensitive, I'm also quite skeptical when it comes to certain things. So mm -hmm. I had one tour recently where it was uh, that day, the, the crazy, crazy windstorm we had recently. Oh, yeah. And I was up here and the village was completely empty. We were just by ourselves. And in one of the buildings we were in, we kept hearing this sound, and we talk about this sound on the tour, and I had this feeling that it was maybe something else. So my inquisitive nature made me like go around the house, and we, it's not something we do on the tour normally, but I made everybody kind of like try to figure out what it was, and we found something that might have been an explanation for it. And I think when you share those experiences with people, it makes what might happen or the things that you do talk about a little bit more trustworthy mm -hmm. because you're saying like I, I'm not saying everything I'm saying is 100% true ghosts you know you're, you're giving them the opportunity to debunk things for themselves and you're giving them the chance to maybe come up with a different theory I always open my tours by saying if you have an explanation for something tell me mm -hmm. because I want to hear that I want to chat with people about those things mm -hmm. so it's really cool when I do get people who don't necessarily believe in the stories I'm telling or believe in, in ghosts themselves um, because we get to have that dialogue yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. That was one thing I really did appreciate about these tours. You guys were very much like, okay, you hear something. What could it be? Like, it was very, I thought it'd be all like, ooh, yes. ooh, but well, it wasn't. It you was know, very, like, I know. And I've been to some tours where people were like, they really play it out and they try to make, make something that's not there. And, you know, yes, it's a, you know, we're paying to be scared and entertained. <laughs> but when you actually go to places that are actually legit haunted and they actually have legit, like, a couple years ago when I came here for a different event for my girlfriend's son's, we had a party for him. And we're here, and I was talking to one of the security guards. And he's like, I goes, listen, I don't believe in this shit. But I have seen things here. I've seen, I've heard things I cannot explain. It goes, I cannot explain. And I'm telling there's a group of us here who will refuse to go to certain buildings at certain times at night, 2 o'clock in the morning. When things are happening, they're active, they almost like flip coins to see who's going to go there. I've heard that. Why yeah. don't they just buddy up and go together? Well, they do, but you can't Parent because share. I do a lot. Parents share. <laughs> Parents share my frightfulness and my, my skid marks in my underwear because I just like literally pooped myself. Sorry. I love my visual images there, but just... You know, oh my gosh, like, you know, and that's, in those stories, when you hear skeptics like that, like, or skeptics like that, talk think, to you. Yeah, I think integrity is the word that came up For in my sure. head that surprised me more than yeah. not yes. with this haunted walk. So. And I think that has a lot to do with the research that we put yes. in. Yes. Oh my gosh, um, yeah, it was amazing. I've gotten the chance to go on a couple of our research adventures to the archives and uh, to universities. So and it's really cool to get to see 
that research kind of played out when you're actually telling the stories because we want to have explanations for why these things are happening. We don't want to just say, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a ghost here. And that's it. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Like, we want to try to figure out who it is, why they might still be here, mm-hmm. what tie they have to the house, or even the property, or an object inside. So we, we do so much research, and I think that does give us a bit more of an edge, because we're not just out there for scaring people. We're, we're trying to educate and... Yeah, and that's a perfect what, balance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is a perfect balance. And I think that's why Beth and I are like, we are such big fans of your tours because we're both educators and we're both into history and we're both into the paranormal. So it's like this beautiful combination of this, this marriage of, you know, history and historical and the paranormal come together. And I do like that. And we have respect for that because you guys do give the background knowledge, which is amazing. So I just have total respect. And that's why we love this place. Thank you. <laughs> so would you like to explain and tell people how they can come to the different tours? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so people can find us on our website, hauntedwalk.com. We are on pretty much every social media platform, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram. I think we even have Snapchat. Wow. We're pretty <laughs> hip. We, I don't have Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're just Haunted Walk, I awesome. think, on, on all of those platforms. Amazing. Yeah. Before you go, I have one quick question. Sure. Do we have time? Okay. Yeah. So do you find the buildings that were transplanted here? more active than the ones that have been here all along or is it does it matter at all it's it's hard to tell we don't go into some of the ones like we go into a couple that have been here the whole time Mm -hmm. but most of the buildings that we visit are ones that have been brought from outside but what's really cool is having done this for so long you really get a sense of the feeling each building has because they all have their own feeling right and when you go into these buildings as a guide you really notice when something's off yeah. So there, there have been nights where we'll go in and be like, oh, <laughs> this house doesn't normally feel this way. Or sometimes you'll go into one of the buildings and you'll feel completely at ease and you're not supposed to or you're not, you haven't okay. been normally. And, and it's so just freaky. really, yeah, yeah it's, uh, so I've noticed feelings do change around the village, mm-hmm. whether or not it's a building that's been here for a while or has been moved. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. Sorry, that one just came yeah, out. No, it's funny. Sorry, I'm going to piggyback on this. I know we're supposed to be finishing up here. <laughs> sure. But because we are in the season of Halloween, we are in the month of October, do you find that it's, it can be more active as we're getting closer to Halloween? Because the theory of Halloween and the veil is thinner, that spirits have a tendency to be more active and to make themselves known. Do you find Or there's some more people who are coming out being like, oh, I want to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot um, of those. But. To answer your question, I... I can't say for certain. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, when you do this so often, to recognize patterns. Mm-hmm. One of the most active nights in our history of doing the tours here, and I say that because it, like almost every single tour we had somebody come back with an experience, mm-hmm. and some of them even matched up despite oh, wow. being on different tours, That's was closer to Halloween. But it was also one of our first years being up here. Mm. So we had only really started during <laughs> October. I wonder if the poor ghosts are just like out doing their thing. They're like, oh, there's people. I gotta go. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's happening right now. Oh, okay, yeah. I have to get ready. <laughs> gotta go. We think we've startled them a couple times. Probably. Maybe so. Some of us that's like funny. knock on the doors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which we've had. Our tour guide did it before. Ro was amazing. She did that with us. And awesome. so we thought it was, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. She's like being polite. So yeah. <laughs> they're Canadian. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Over your time. This is so so wonderful. So, guys, do come to Black Creek and do go to the tours because they are amazing. I think I've been to every single one in Toronto, even Kingston as well, and in Ottawa. I've been to it. So, I do recommend, guys, to go and do it. So, thank you so much, Claire, and we will talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye. So, 
we are doing our little fun Canadian facts. Facts, facts, facts. Thank you, Beth, for the special facts here. <laughs> so as we are started this new segment in our podcast about Canadian facts. So here's fact number one. And they're so interesting as I do research on these facts. I'm like, that's so Canadian. So fact one that I would like to talk about is, did you know that the Canadian government declared Santa Claus as an official Canadian citizen? Darn right. Yep. In fact, you can write a letter to him in any language and send it to the North Pole, including Braille, and Santa's little trusted slaves, I mean elves, <laughs> will answer them all, and <laughs> or they will get a lash. And so Santa makes sure that his little slave elves do finish and write back to the small children, which I think is That's really cute. That's pretty awesome, yeah. And another fun little Canadian fact. This one I got excited about. Words are very hard for me today, apparently. It's, it's one of those days. Don't worry, you're mm-hmm. not alone. It's like you're verbal diarrhea. Everyone knows that Scotland has Loch Ness. Yes. But did you know that Canada has its own sea or lake monster? Mm-hmm. So Native Canadian legends and current-day believers speak of a lake monster playing hide-and-seek in British Columbia, known as the Lake Okanagan Ogopogo, or Manitoba has its own one, the Lake Manitoba Manitoba Manipogo, <laughs> which is, that's a hard twister. Is, is sorry, and Lake Champlain has its own. Champy. <laughs> I love it. It's like very scientific. Like, oh, go. Oh, go. I'm like, oh, maybe that's like the term for like the Loch Ness. The Loch Ness. Genre, yep. Genus of animal. And then it's Champy. Champy. That's really cool. Champy. But for some reason, I picture it from being from, you know, yeah. being a Quebecois kind of sea monster. Yeah. I'm picturing it with like, I don't know, like a little... Mustache, no. Little, little baseball cap. Baseball yeah. cap. Yep. Or beanie. A beanie. Just, you know, champy. Champy. My name is Champy. So I just There's I think my it's Pepsi a, Cola. My Pepsi Cola and my was it? What is it? Not Joe Louis with the, the Oh Half Moons. Half Moons, that's it. Yeah. So those are fun little Canadian facts. Sorry for Quebecois listeners. I know. <laughs> we do love you. I love those Quebec. are awesome though. That's really cool. Yeah. Another fun fact too, I'm just gonna inter which is there's a little yeah. extra one. Did you know that poutine was actually made and was discovered and invented in Quebec? Or not Quebec, in Ontario. <gasps> yeah, everybody thinks it's a... Now, I may be wrong, but I read an article and it's been fact and it's been disputed that it's actually a Ontario-invented wow. food. Not from Quebec. It was French curds. Maybe they... Maybe they oh, cheese curds. It was French cheese curds. Maybe they perfected it, but French curds make sense. Yeah, it was a French cheese curds. Well, and so it was... Have you heard that genius was who was like, hey, let me put some cheese and merci. gravy on top of my... Yeah, merci. <laughs> merci from merci. the bottom of my heart because it is the most... I think it's a food of the gods and everything. It's disgusting. Some people do. My, what? How do you find it disgusting? Some people find it disgusting. I think oh, I it's... Those are not people I need to know. Exactly. <laughs> Those are the people that do not need to be my friends, not my circle of friends. So, Ooh, should we tell them about our special Black Creek Pioneer Village fact? Oh, yes. So we just found out there's a little bit of bonus content for you. They have lots of beautiful apple trees up here near Black Creek. And, of course, in the fall, after the fall, they start to ferment. They fall off the tree. Apparently, the groundhogs have been known up here to eat the fermented apples and get a little sauced. Mm-hmm. So um, that freaky thing you see or hear on your tour might just be a drunk gopher. They get all shmammered <laughs> and they walk into the building. So it may not actually be a ghost that's walk, you know, making mm-hmm. the, the noises in the building. Mm-hmm. It'd just be like a really crap-faced <laughs> groundhog <laughs> who's totally shmammered who walks into the building and they start like little bar fights. Yeah. With each other. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. These two little guys be like, listen, Sam. 
Listen. Oh, you listen, okay? That's my woman. That's my burrow. I that's, burrowed that with that's my That's my apple. What are you doing with my apple? Are you going to work as come here now? So, yeah. That, Sorry. That's another little. I don't know one. why I made my groundhog sound really drunk. But, yeah. Drunken yeah, gophers. Drunk gophers. No, it's not gophers. Groundhogs. Groundhogs were Canadian. Well, is gopher an American thing? Or is that a different animal? I don't know. I teach We're thinking Wharton Willie. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Also, we just want to remind you to check out our Instagram. There will be, uh, what is it, a movie a day that you're posting? Movie a day. Up into Halloween. So it's like a countdown to Halloween with our favorite haunted and scary and not so scary, like kind of creepy movies that we do recommend for the month of Halloween, for the month of October. <laughs> it's basically what it is for us. The month of, it is the, the month, month of, of Halloween. Halloween. And once a month, don't forget to check out our spook, like our spook with the book. Spooktacular read. I love the puns. <laughs> um, this month's choice is Donnelly's The Outrageous Tale of Canada's Deadliest Fuel by Nate Hendley. So check that out. Available at your local library. Beaver loggers. Beaver loggers. <laughs> the beaver loggers. I think I'm going to start beaver loggers. I think that's going to be a new... Maybe that'll be our, our name for our fan base, the beaver oh, loggers. Oh, the beaver loggers. That, or sounds like a really good band name. Did you say band or fan? Fan. Oh, even band. A band. A band, a band as well. Oh. Or beer. Beer. Beers. Oh my gosh. Oh, and, and okay, another cool <laughs> fact about Black Creek Pioneer Village, they actually have a microbrewery here, and I do recommend, and it is strong ale, and yeah, I do recommend. So when you do make your way to Black Creek, not so much in the nighttime, but during the day, you can take your trailer in, they can learn history, and you bef- can get sauced. But with not before the, gul- the seance, though. No. Oh, <laughs> yes. As James said, you do not want to get stoned. Get the microbrewery after the seance. So you not, will need yeah. it after you, this seance. Yeah, you might. That, it was pretty freaky. So, some moral of the story is that you don't do, you don't get high before not, the seance. You may want to get high after. I'm not going to lie. I was totally expecting like a ground yourself. So, prayers, like, 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 a, like breathe, drink some water. No, <laughs> don't get high. You me by surprise on that one. I wish and had you, you had to see his face. It was like dead pets. So he goes, no, seriously, don't smoke up. I mean, it makes don't sense. Get high. It was just totally not the answer we were expecting. Yeah. So, um, don't do, just say no, kids. Just, yeah, don't do weed in seances. I wonder if they did that back in the 19, you know, like during the, like the, the whole Victorian era when, you know, the spiritual movement. I don't know. And they heard, you know, the Fox sisters, like they're cracking their knuckles. And, you know, apparently like they were making these sounds and people get together. Do you imagine them sitting around like doing a seance and then like they're they passing just, a big, huge reefer? Like, they're, like and they're like, just like passing like, a big, instead of so actually ectoplasm, it was actually just like a big puff of like, Weed. It was just like a big. Well, I'm laughing. It would be smart if they were like, "Oh, here, have some tea," and like, like the lace of tea was like a. The lace of tea. It's actually like, yeah. And now I'm thinking, Reefer Madness, like the movie. I've never but seen I'm that. Literally, I'm sorry, I'm such like a. It's a great film. It's like I think 1930s. Okay. That the whole. I'm so. What is it with the straight edge? Straight edge. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I am. I'm now. I'm seriously picturing people doing a seance, but instead of the ectoplasm, is actually like a big puff of like, of smoke. It's like this haze of weed, and that's what that's I'm picturing. So I'm not gonna lie; I feel a little so. So you know that '70s show when they yes, go when the there's yes, there's yeah. like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make myself look like an idiot. I didn't realize they were getting stoned till like halfway through this last the TV week. Show's run. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, yeah. oh, that makes so much more sense now. Yeah, and that's why you always see Eric spraying. Oh. You know, they're always spraying like aerosol because didn't pick the mom up. came down because. They're getting That's high. So funny. I didn't pick that up. It was awesome. So yeah. So thank you to James and Claire yes, for thank you so much. helping us in our first 
Field trip. Field trip. I'm so excited that we got to do a first field trip. I'm so glad you guys came along with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're going to board the bus again. So grab your partner and... Yes, we're, we're going to plan to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab your grab your partner. Make sure you get permission for signed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it should all be good. We're proper attire. Yeah. So, <laughs> according to the weather. According to weather, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm really wacky today. I apologize. It's okay. Today, I'm just feeling. Don't worry. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It, it just totally yeah guys I gotta say because we are filming I'm sorry not filming we are recording from Black Creek so it's actually pretty it's cool right now and not gonna lie we're in this like the old when this building's here and it's mm-hmm. kind of creepy but we're just sitting I'm, here I'm, I'm okay no it's a it's this windows up here you guys can't see but I'm just like it's like a little office room with these three windows and there's curtains pulled it's we're kind of in like the event conference room yeah but this building actually is known to have this is where the active it can be where the security guards do see oh, don't tell me that now. well this is where the security guards do see like shadow apparitions going that's between freaky. and the doors get open when there's nobody there so okay, now that's free. now I'm getting cool. yeah so that's why I'm like this building people think this is a newer building that it's, yeah, it's new. kind of like hands off from being paranormal but there's lots of security guards have experienced stuff in this building. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah. fun that we're doing yeah. we're, and, yeah. and as always, if you guys have had your own freaky experiences up here, tell us. Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, email. Twitter. Twitter. We know. We we're new on Twitter. We're and down with the tweets. Yes. And, yeah, so if you've had been here for either the, you know, the seances or for the ghost walk and you do have your own personal experiences, please let us know mm-hmm. because – it's great to hear what your stories are about and maybe yeah. they match with ours and maybe you've had the same experiences as ours. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to know that. Also, too, we're trying to get a um, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> out there. <laughs> to do, yeah. We're, uh, so so we're, if you guys can help us out and... Uh, we're trying to get in touch with Dan Aykroyd. So if anybody in the podcast realm and world do know him, we're putting out to the universe. So we're, you know, the And also Canadian harassing girls. him by tweeting constantly. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's good. That's how we get attention. Yeah. So if you guys can also tweet Dan Aykroyd at Scareberia or mm-hmm. at Dan Aykroyd Scareberia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very for self I'm not sure how Twitter works, but I think I got it right. You have to tweet. You got to tweet? Okay. I'm so old. Okay. Twitter. Tweeter. Okay. So <laughs> we're off on a tangent and rambling on. Guys, thank you once again for joining us. Please do like us. Like us. Please yeah, do. Please. <laughs> Do rate and review us on iTunes. The more rates and reviews we have, the higher we go up, the more the people m- get to know about us and get our podcasts out there. Yeah, and the more stories we get because of it. So Exactly. So do us a solid, please. Yes. So if you don't like us, even reviews. Just lie. If you don't like just us, lie. just lie. And you can say that Grace, she's annoying. Moose likes to talk about drunk groundhogs. That's cool. Then I just talk about random shit. Yeah, just or even just put a smiley face. Yeah. Can never go wrong. We're good at that. Like I said, so <laughs> please do rate and review us on iTunes and on Google Play. And I'm not too sure. We're trying to work on Stitcher. I think that's our, going to be our next. So wherever you listen to your podcast, please do rate and review us. I'm going to keep on repeating that over and over again. <laughs> and like I said, we're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So yeah. And oh, and also on Patreon. Please do Don't consider sponsoring and- us because every little dollar does help. Like I said, this costs is out of pure passion, but it does cost money to get these out here. But we're not complaining. We're loving no, it. We're loving But yeah, please do. So yeah. So it. let's keep Canadian content out there, people. Yes. I don't know why I just put my fist up like Rocky, <laughs> but I did. And I feel like a loser you right now. We're still new to podcasting because we keep doing these visual things. We keep forgetting you guys Air can't quotes. see us. Yeah. Like I said, Beth, 
sees me. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we, I see you. We can, we can describe it for yeah, the world. We're describing it. Okay, guys. So, yes, please tune in again in about two weeks' time, and we will have another great story. So, stay spooky, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.